Welcome to First Baptist Church in Belton. We are glad you found us. We seek to know Jesus intimately, serve Jesus passionately, and share Jesus globally together. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you enjoy today's message. Father, thank you for an incredible day. It's so beautiful. We're grateful for this gift of the sunshine and the beauty of the morning that you've created. It is a joy and a privilege to worship you in this place. Thank you that in a few moments we will have the joy of celebrating the Lord's Supper together. I pray that you will open our eyes, our spiritual eyes, to your word this morning. And I pray that our celebration today will be especially meaningful to each of us and bring glory and honor to your name. Thank you for the Cox family, how we love them, and how we pray your blessing upon them in their few days that they have here in the States, and then bless them as they return to South Asia. Uh, Give them great power and strength in their ministry. Protect them, we pray, Father. And we look forward to seeing them back here with us in August for an extended stay. And so, Father, now bless us. We love you. We adore you. We thank you for the beginning of a new year. And I pray that in this year our lives will be a reflection of the love of Christ To those around us, in Jesus' name, amen. Open your Bibles, please, to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 11. If you're our guest, you no doubt have already noticed that in a little while we'll celebrate the Lord's Supper. It's hard to miss it. And so we want you to know that if you are a baptized believer in Jesus Christ, a follower of Christ, you are welcome to participate with us this morning and invite you to do that and hope sincerely that you will join us in the joy of this celebration. I love the smell of food cooking. It heightens the anticipation of the joy of fellowship and good eating. When I was growing up, my mom or my dad would say, come eat. Or, come to supper. They never, ever had to say it twice. I moved fast. Now, some of you haven't known me very long, and you may think, I don't know if you can move fast. But when food is involved, I can move very quickly. And so I would move fast to the table. We have an invitation today. We have an invitation to each of us asking us to come to the table, the table of the Lord. The table of the Lord is for believers, for Christ followers, and if you are not yet in that number, you have not yet trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior and your Lord, do not be intimidated by what we are going to do this morning. Don't be fearful. We simply invite you to watch, listen to the presentation of the gospel, pass the plate when it comes to you. Those around you will not think anything about it. For all of us who know the Lord, it is a time to remember and a time to rejoice. We remember the cross of Jesus Christ and we rejoice for the meaning of the cross. Jesus died in your place that your sins might be forgiven. And today as we share the bread, we remember that it represents the body of Jesus. And as we drink of the cup, we remember that it represents the blood of Jesus 
So stand with me, please, as we read just a few verses from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, beginning with the 23rd verse. And it says, For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. So then whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. Everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat of the bread and drink from the cup. For those who eat and drink without discerning the body of Christ, eat and drink judgment on themselves. You may be seated. Celebrating the Lord's Supper. Before we celebrate, a few words. Number one, come as you are. Come as you are. It's the only way you can come. Come as you are. Welcome to the table of Christ. When my dad or mom would call me to the table, I I never dallied. I came immediately. I was either doing one of two things in our household. There was no television during the week at night. So I was either doing homework or outside playing basketball, one of the two. And when the voice came, supper's ready, I came immediately. I love to eat. That hasn't changed. My mom was a good cook. I'm grateful for that. I married a good cook. I'm grateful for that. Depending on my condition, my dad might say, go wash your hands. But he never said, you smell He never said, go shower, go change your clothes. He never said that. The table is ready. Come as you are. That's the invitation we have today. Come as you are. With your sin, your imperfections, your burdens, come. There is no pretense at this table. Come as you are. Number two, come and let Jesus clean your heart. Come and let Jesus clean your heart. In the passage, the text says, examine yourself. And so we are already in the process of doing that in the quietness of this moment. The Spirit of God is in this place. And for every believer, the Spirit of God is in your heart. And He is even at this moment speaking to you. And what is He saying? As you examine yourself, has He already reminded you? Has He already revealed to you? Has He already already prompted you to something that you had not forgotten that now you need to confess? In the quietness of this moment, before we actually partake of the bread and of the cup, it is time to confess that sin or those sins and don't carry it any longer. Never God's intention for us to carry the burden of our sin. Confess it. Give it to Him. He will forgive you. For the Scripture says if we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I've always been intrigued by the fact that it doesn't say He will cleanse you from most of your sin. 
But it says he will cleanse you from all of your sin. The Holy Spirit reminds us. He prods us. He may be doing it now. And if he is, this is the moment to allow Jesus to clean your heart. Number three, come hungry. Come hungry. Well, that's no problem for most of us. We're already hungry for lunch. Come hungry. By the time I say those words at the second service, I'll be facing a famished audience. But what I'm really talking about is a spiritual hunger. Come hungry for the spiritual things, for the things of Christ. It's a spiritual supper with physical symbols that remind us of Christ. Come hungry. Let me give you a a silly illustration, I suppose, but I hope it makes the point. Let's say that you invite me to dinner. And you tell me, come to my house and here's the menu. We're going to have T-bone steak, baked potato with all the trimmings, salad, apple pie a la mode, and all the sweet tea you can drink. And I say, yeah, what time? I say, I accept. Now, let's say it is the day that you invited me and 30 minutes before I'm to be at your front door, I'm on the way in my car, and I stop at a burger joint. And I buy two double cheeseburgers, a supersized order of fries, a large Coke, and a fried pie. And in the car on the way to your house, I consume all of that. Now, the question you may have that I certainly have is, what am I thinking? Why would I do something like that? So why would I fill myself with junk and squelch my appetite for the good stuff that you have lovingly prepared for me? Now, let's translate that to spiritual matters. In Psalm 34, verse 8, it says, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Then why would we fill ourselves with junk when God offers us something so much better? We need a spiritual hunger for God and for the things of God. A hunger that drives us to the Bible, that drives us to prayer, that drives us to church, that feeds our hunger to grow spiritually. Do you hunger for God? Or do you do everything you can to avoid those things that point you to God and His Son, Jesus Christ? In Matthew chapter 5, And verse 6 in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Come hungry. Number four, come savor the moment. Come savor the moment. Americans rush through our meals. 
I have been accused of inhaling my food. I resemble that remark. Don't, we don't savor the moment. My two grandmothers, our two grandmothers, were the slowest eaters that God ever created. Well, long after everybody else at the table had finished eating, our grandmothers would still be conversing, but eating those little bites very slowly and savoring every bite. Now, that habit eventually did them in. One of them at the age of 98, the other at the age of 101. So let that serve as a warning to you if you are a slow eater. We have an invitation to savor the moment. Let's not sprint through the Lord's Supper, but contemplate the body and the blood of Christ. Number five, come in harmony with other believers. Come in harmony with other believers. In Matthew chapter 5, Jesus said, If you're offering your gift at the altar and there, rem- and there remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar. First go and be reconciled to them, then come and offer your gift. Don't bring your divisive spirit to this room and this celebration. Make it right. Life is too short for us to be divided from one another. Come and come in harmony with other believers. Number six, come with a spirit of gratitude. Come with a spirit of gratitude. Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me, and that remembrance brings gratitude. Take the bread and the juice with thankfulness and remember who and what it represents. Then number seven, come with a focus. Come with a focus, and the focus is Jesus. The night he was betrayed, the disciples were listening carefully to his words, and they knew something was up. They didn't yet know quite what it was going to be, but they knew something was happening. And their eyes were on Jesus until they decided to run away. Don't run away. But today, focus on Jesus and Jesus alone. So, you're invited to celebrate if you know Jesus Come as you are, come and let Jesus change your heart, clean your heart, come hungry, come savor the moment, come in harmony with other believers, come with a spirit of gratitude, and come with a focus that is on Jesus. Would you bow with me, please, for prayer? In a moment, we will stand for our song of invitation before we celebrate the Lord's Supper. And there may be one, two, three, or more in this room who have not yet trusted Jesus as your Savior and Lord. And so the invitation is to you, to your heart, to do that right now.
leave your seat, come and place your hand in mine and say very simply, Pastor, I need Jesus and a member of our staff will be here to pray with you, to share God's word with you. And so in a moment when we stand and sing, will you come? Father, thank you for the cross of Christ. Thank you for the joy of celebrating this morning. Draw someone to yourself, that one, that two, that three, that four who do not yet know you. Draw them irresistibly to yourself that this morning they might come to know Jesus as Savior and Lord. We love you and we adore you in Jesus' name. Amen. God speaks to your heart. You come as we stand and sing. As a community, First Baptist Felton exists for the purpose of knowing Jesus intimately, serving Jesus passionately, and sharing Jesus globally. Come join us on Sundays at one of our worship services at 8.30 or 11 a.m. and for Bible study at 9.45 a.m. We hope today's message encourages and strengthens your faith in God.